happening, guys? Hello. Welcome back to the King in It podcast. It still exists and we're still alive. I can't wait for this season, Craig. I made it up myself. We've got 10 incredible episodes coming up. And yeah, it's just going to be so much fun. I do miss doing this. Yeah. So this is uh, or was the King in It travel podcast. Yeah. Right now, that's been cancelled, hasn't Scrap it? Scrap that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> King in it, the stationary podcast, we should call it instead. Talking about pencils and things. <laughs> no, like in one place. Such a dad joke. I love how you laugh at them. You're such a love to me, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> you do make me laugh, babes. I, I was thinking about that the other day. You know you found the one when you find everything they do funny. Do you uh, just look at me in the eyes when you said that then? Yeah. Should you have a moment? Should you have a little moment? <laughs> if you're on YouTube, you can have a moment with us. <laughs> get out of here you know the other thing as well which i find like amazing mm. is like you know when even if, if there's people that you really like yeah they'll do something and you're like oh that's annoying yeah i never get that with you never no not even when i fart on your leg no you, we laugh we laugh <laughs> we're children we're children do you get that you say with me yeah i am because we watched like what have we been watching that um Married at first sight, Australia. Oh my god, total reality. Craig loves it. I'm like, we should turn it off now. And he's like, should we watch the next one? Whatever you want. You like it. you said the other day. You like, oh, I hate it how they make you want to watch another episode. Yes, it's very you dra- love it as well. dramatized. It's car crash TV, but it, it's, it is. It's fascinating to see couples interacting. Yeah, and for the coming first back time. to the point, mm. I could never date again if we broke up. God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> I would know what to do. If I went on Tinder, there would be something wrong with somebody always. You know, even the way people speak these days, you're like, mm. What do you mean by that? Just, they might be annoying. <laughs> I just think, yes, I found the one, Craig. He sat in front of me. I love you to bits. Shall we carry on with the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this is like couples therapy, isn't it? It is Valentine's Day in a few days, but... <laughs> so we've been back home uh, for a while. The last season we did was was actually the Mongol Rally, which was like last summer we recorded that. No. Way. Yeah. What's it? Yeah, because I, I remember we were in this room. We didn't have the fire on, but it was sweat box. Yeah. Over um, the summer, yeah. So yeah, if you've just found us, we've done this is our fourth season now. The first season was like growing a YouTube about us and how we started. Yeah. The second one was uh, stories from India, where that I ha- I read out one. diary extra extracts, and we went through our time when we drove Chapati the rickshaw from the north to the south. Yeah which was mental. Can I just jump in here and say, um, at one point, Craig, we actually did hit number one for travel and places in the Apple podcast charts. Perfect. Come on, a bit more than that. Okay. uh, Oh, no, wrong one. (laughs) Hang on. I'm getting used to my sound effect. This one, ready? I had to bring that one back. You're still a shitter, DJ. (laughs) And I did say I was going to take over this time. I thought I'd give you another chance. You're not doing too well. Let me warm up, love. Let me warm up the crowd first. Come on. But yeah, so everybody has the Spotify wrapped for the year. Mm. Um, since last year, everyone was messaging saying, you guys come up as my number one. I've been listening to you the most, which is so lovely and heartwarming, yeah. isn't it? It's so cool, yeah, because obviously we'd finished recording it like probably August. And then, yeah, Spotify wrapped us like December and loads of people tagged us yeah. and, and it was their most listened to podcast. So we're it. like, we've got to bring it back. Yes. So we're back. So this season is going to be a bit different. It is. We didn't know where to go with it because we don't really have any more like travel adventures yet to to talk about. Yeah. Obviously, COVID's hit. Yeah. I won't talk too much about that. We can't, but we can't go nowhere. Surely you've got a button. Um. Oh, you're the worst. 
one for that one. That'll do. I got little nice little subtle ones this season. They're not too in your face. Okay. COVID. What? <laughs> so yeah, um, obviously we're still in Craig's mum's attic recording this. Shout out to Jude and Jeff for Shout housing out. me. Yeah, uh, home. We did do it in the bus, um, but it just it was too echoey. Did what? This this podcast we did try and do it in the bus. Yeah, but yeah, and um, we couldn't have the heater on, and uh, it's like minus three at the minute. So it's pretty back cold. to the attic. So this season we're going to help you learn. Oh. Oh, brilliant. You heard that right. We are going to educate you for free. I've never done that to anybody in my life. You've never done education to someone? No, never. <laughs> I'm about to do some education to you now, love. <laughs> oh, should we? Do we need to go off air? Or... <laughs> <laughs> so Amy said we got 10 podcasts all with a different theme. Wicked. Amy came up with this idea. I thought it was genius. Because I am. Um, you are a genius, mm -hmm. babes. So the first episode is myths and legends <laughs> oh i like it well done that was <laughs> great like that one, i do <laughs> hits the spot hits the tone of the of the podcast okay so what is a myth and what is a legend so myths and legends are traditional stories which hold special significance to a group or culture and they're passed down through generations by word of mouth right so might want to fact check Ch some Chinese of these whispers kind of thing yeah might not be true, but going to be some great stories. Did you not just say it was fiction? Uh, sometimes it's fiction. No, it doesn't say it's fiction. There, sometimes. Okay. It's word of mouth, isn't it? Passed down. So yeah, there's a bit added. You Your know? word against theirs. Okay. All right. So it says a legend is a story which takes place with hum within human history. Legends are widely believed to be rooted in the truth. Right. But will have evolved over time and taken on fictional elements. Right. For instance, King Arthur was said to have achieved his royal status by pulling a sword from a stone. Bull yeah. Bullshit. No. <laughs> bullshit, mate. I call, uh, I call bullshit. No, no, no. King Arthur, why are you lying, fam? I think that was lovely and a lovely story. What, King Arthur? Yeah. Have you, well, there's a sword in Wales in stone. I had to go. I know. Impossible, mate. <laughs> Nearly broke your back, didn't you? <laughs> the cool lady. &E. You ain't a legend, though, bro, no, so... Don't be rude on me. <laughs> All right, so a myth is a traditional ancient story that is fictional. Right. Myths were often written to explain natural phenomena. Phenomena? Phenomena. You never get that word right, do you? Phenomena. <laughs> it's like that P Diddy. Is it P Diddy? Something like a phenomena. I'm not sure. And quite often involved gods and fantasy creatures. Wicked, I love that. For example, Hercules killing the lion with his bare hands. Bullshit. Yeah, we call bullshit on that one as well. <laughs> Bloody Nora. When I first Googled myths and legends, it says that they're taught as part of a primary school curriculum. All right. So, um... <laughs> this is the kind of education you get, people. <laughs> we're starting from when you were young. We start from the bottom and we'll work our way up with you. <laughs> we'll, we'll work you up to something. We, we don't are... know what the next ones are, to be honest. We've got a couple written down, but we're just going to make them up. <laughs> we are children and we're starting um, at a childlike level. <laughs> you know? It's kind of us. But yeah, and then I carried on Googling it and it was giving me like huge, tro uh, like chubby trolls and giants and vampires and like legendary beasts and mythical creatures with like men who've got like half half their bottoms a horse and the top half's like a human. And I just think that's brilliant, Craig. And I and then I, I um was like, can I have a list of rare mythical creatures, please, Googs? Googs. Um, griffins. Balisks, they're like dragons, but sometimes they have a head of a rooster. Imagine that coming towards you. I'd be a bit like, 
should I just kick it? <laughs> like, you, you're not that scary, so I could actually take you on. If it was flying towards you, though, you would try and kick it oh, still. Oh, if it was flying, I'd befriend it. Yeah, that's mm. the best thing to do. You Never would, fight. Just befriend them. Because if you're afraid of them, they can help you if you get in a fight in school. Are you thinking you're like in Game of Thrones where you can like ride this rooster dragon around and yes. burn down villages? I've got the wrong wig on today, but I am Daenerys. <laughs> yes. I would say, though, you've probably heard some already, but there's going to be a, a bit of profanity in this podcast. So oh, if you're listening there? with children, well, we've said bullshit about six times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, maybe don't listen to it with your kids. Yeah. We're a bit far in for that. We try not to swear, but sometimes it just adds to the comedy, doesn't it? Sometimes it, it comes out. Mm. If you've been a knob and that, you know, I'd say it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been scouring the internet for the most interesting and weird stories. And this week we've got some treats for you, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Um, mine, maybe not so much. I'll try my best to sort of... Try your best, babes. Give I'll it a go. I'll try my best. But before we get into that, this season... Shut up, Craig. We've got another sponsor. <laughs> brilliant news so massive shout out to surfshark vpn for sponsoring this season you're a bunch uh, of legends one of our favorite companies to do adverts for we just love them and we use their products so why not it's a beautiful uh what's that called craig mergation <laughs> of of two brilliant people you know <laughs> so yeah shout out to gabriella if you're listening uh she's our go-to in surfshark but if you don't know what it is it's a vpn which stands for virtual private network and since we've started working with surfshark i literally use it all the time yeah. so it's basically you you can get an app on your laptop or on your phone hang on listen is that a mythical creature coming to attack us right this happens every <laughs> so, sorry to interrupt the advert right in the middle of it Every time the sun's out, Every right, there's time. somebody who's got a sledgehammer <laughs> and he just hits his wall all day. Can you not, please? He's making something and it's always when we have to record this podcast. Every He's time. He's just bashing the wall. So apologies if you hear some tapping. Back to Surfshark. So Surfshark, yeah, you can get the app on your phone or your laptop. You can, uh, as soon as you log in and sort of connect, it, you can change your location to anywhere in the world. So not only does it sort of hide your, um, like where you are and protect all your info. Yeah. You can also like pretend that you're in USA and open Netflix in USA. It's brilliant. Or like there's another thing that happens online where you, there's like price discrimination. So mm. if you're trying to buy flights, you can like change your location to say that you're in India and then you end up getting the flights for cheaper. And it actually works. It's amazing. You've tried it, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. It is brilliant. But yeah, I think the main point of it is that it protects you yeah. from scammers, from from adverts like always popping up and stuff. It's it's really good to have if you're always online or if you work online. It's really good. Yeah, it's top draw. And the other thing it does is like uh, if you're logging into a public Wi-Fi, like say you go to a coffee shop or mm. any public Wi-Fi in airports, Airport, like, that would be it's us. the easiest place where you can get hacked. Mm -hmm. But if you've got Surfshark locked and loaded, then it's going to be impossible to hack you. Yeah. So no no credit card fraud, no identity theft. Yeah. None of that. None of that. And I've had that before. Have you? Yeah. You have, haven't you? Someone spent a lot of money on Amazon. And I was like, um, I didn't buy that. But they gave it back to me, so that was fine. Lucky devil. Won't happen now, though, will it? No, it won't. Not with Surfshark. And the other cool thing is you, you can have unlimited devices as well. So um, it's, it works out super cheap. So not only is it super cheap, but we got a bloody deal for you as well. We got we? a deal. Tell me, what is it? So our deal, if you go to surfshark.deals forward slash rule your own world podcast, 
R-Y-O-W podcast. The offer is 83% off. And three months for free. Did we just drop the mic? Just drop the bomb, mate. Boom! <laughs> it works out at like a few quid a month. Like you can't really afford to say no. If you say no, then you're a Muppet. So, Mr. Legends, babes, let's Mr. get Legends. into it. All right. You're a bit of a legend, aren't you? I have been told. They do say, you know, where's a mouth gets round. Got a couple of nicknames, all given to you by me. Okay. Captain B, Chef Banzi. Yep. Upholstery Bannister. <laughs> Captain Bellend. Oh, I have never heard you call that one to my face. Oh, I say that. I say that to my mate. <laughs> <laughs> but today we're not talking about those kinds of legends. We're talking about other ones. Cool. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Have you got one, or shall I go jump into mine? I'm going to let you go um, because mine. I kind of got a ghost story, so. I want to wait until the is mood's you... right. So mine's mine's a ghosty one. What is this? So this is the chilling story of Beijing's Beijing's ghost bus. Oh, I don't know why. I just feel like anything sort of Asian and ghosty is really scary. Yeah, I like, know what um, you're saying. Like the grudge, like that girl and stuff. I just <laughs> yeah. feel like they've... They're really good at horror. Yes. Yeah. So um, do you want to put disclaimer out or is it not that bad? This will put you off public transport. I would say. Okay, well, we can't do that at, at the minute. At so... late night. <laughs> oh, God. Right, so. It's not that bad. I mean, if you don't believe in ghosts, then you'll be fine. But this is a this is a legend that's been passed down. Do you believe in ghosts? No. I want to. I, I don't want to. <laughs> no, you're a person. I, you are. <laughs> I've had so many dreams. Do you still sleep with the light on? I've had so many dreams where I've seen ghosts in my dream. Yeah. Um, and it's all, almost been like, um, what what do they call it? Sleep paralysis. Sleep, sleep paralysis, where I've woken up in my room mm. and I've seen a ghost. One of them was my nan, so I shouldn't have been that scared, no. but I was terrified. Um, and just woken up screaming. Amy wakes me up all the time because I have night terrors now oh, and again. It's, no, it's not even now and again. It's every single like time I stay over. It is quite bad now. It well, it's, it's, I haven't had one for a while saying that, but the last one was horrendous. Well, I cried, so I'll tell you this. Oh, Craig. <laughs> you were there. You remember. Was I? Yeah. Got shit memory. So we were driving a convertible in these mountains somewhere. Oh, yeah. And some for some reason, I lost control of the car. It took off and went off the side of the mountain. And we were plummeting to our death. And it was so real and so vivid. Yeah. I, I literally that. thought, like, me and you were just screaming. Like, yeah. it was so brutal. And luckily, Amy was sleeping next to me so she woke me up and i was so relieved that it wasn't real yeah. that i just burst into tears oh, and i've Craig, never had that in my life it was horrible it is horrible isn't it i know how like yeah realistic some dreams can be mm. and i think you've probably got that because we crashed the rickshaw do you reckon yeah so it's your fault so um maybe <laughs> that's all right with an accident okay right moving on to the actual legend so this is the, the the beijing ghost bus okay right so i'll read this out uh, so like so many urban legends this one begins on a dark and stormy night love it set the scene <laughs> there's a few variations of this story like what number the, the bus was or what route it took okay but the story generally goes like this. All right. Well, I'm not going to Beijing anytime soon. So at least, you know, don't say that because it might fear people. I wish it. I had some like, maybe we can put some in in post. Right. A bus is traveling late at night around midnight. And it's the last one of the evening. 
two men flog down the bus. Two men flag down the bus. I was going to say, what the hell? What what does flog mean? (laughs) And even though the driver is reluctant to pick him up since they're not at the stop, he lets them on anyway. But it turns out it's actually three men. The two are holding up another who appears to be in rough shape. It also turns out that all three of the men are extraordinarily pale and we're in garb from the Qing dynasty, which lasted from 1644 to 1911. So they're so they're wearing getup, which is like old, old as shit. So the bus driver apparently explains it away by claiming that the three are actors and, and they didn't have time to change after work. Makes so sense. You're trying to make it seem like it's normal, normal you know? yeah. But as the the bus slowly empties out, it gets down to a young man and an elderly person, and then out of nowhere, the older person picks a fight with a young man, claiming that he stole his wallet and forces him to get off at the next stop and go to the police. God, right. Upon disembarking, they tell the young man that the fight was a ruse to get them off the bus. Apparently, the three men on the bus hadn't been touching the ground. Oh, no. Some versions claim that the men didn't have legs at all. Uh, and the, the two go to the police and report the, the alleged spirits, but get ridiculed. However, the next morning, they find out that the bus never completed its route. Some versions state that the bus was never found, while others claim that the bus was found days later and it had three severely decomposed bodies inside. Shut up. How dark is that? That is... What's that? That's obviously... That's a legend. It's not a myth. It's a legend, that one. Wow. Never going to Beijing, then? No. (laughs) Never get on a bus in Beijing, put it that way. Late at night. Bloody no. What do you think about that? I think that was lovely. Well said. You like that, yeah. (laughs) I like how you read stories. Thanks, babe. I like the little twist. I wasn't expecting that. Mm. Didn't have legs, like. Didn't have legs. Who's floating on? If you can float, why are you getting a bus? Good. Flipping touche, mate. Stories. Oh, legends cancelled because of me. I don't know. Figured who, it out. Yeah. You just deleted a whole culture <laughs> of <laughs> of legends. Just float over the buildings to your destination, isn't it? If you can float. If, I wonder how fast they can go. Maybe it's like three miles an hour maybe i suppose if you haven't got legs you can't have a bicycle either can you (laughs) (laughs) so what do you reckon real or bullshit absolute bullshit (laughs) it would be someone would have taken a photo when was this um i need more information here we go well i i don't got any well it's a legend isn't it so it's been passed down through time since when though so so someone would have had a smartphone and they would have taken a picture well buses are older than phones aren't they buses have been around for Hundreds of years. CCTV on a bus. <laughs> I don't believe it. Put it that way. Hi, mate. I've got a report. Can you check the cameras on bus 96, please? Some wacko has just come into the police station claiming these men didn't have legs. <laughs> we know it's Billy bullshit, but can you just check the cameras anyway? <laughs> That's definitely what they said. So when I was looking... Here we go. I kind of only came across, like, children's <laughs> legends and myths. Like ones they've written. And I just thought that this one was so funny and cute that I thought I'd read it out to you. Okay. It's cu- it's called Get that get that button ready. Come and risk your life. <laughs> in a spooky town in America. So, once upon a time, there lived a handsome looking man with a freshly cut beard called Gareth. <laughs> thought his name was really funny. Um, he was having a walk around the woods and on his way back, he bumped into a hard old rotten wall. That wasn't an ordinary wall. 
It was a death, frightening, haunted mansion wall. So he walked into an house? He walked into a house, basically, yeah. <laughs> this is a kid writing this, so be, be kind. That sounds gruff, yeah. Gareth said to himself, I'm not afraid of anything. Go on, Gareth. So he thought that it would be funny to go into the mansion. But when he got to the front creaky gates, he read the sign, enter if you dare. <laughs> But Gareth didn't care what the sign said. Oh, rebel. He started walking calmly. Take that into consideration. He's calm. He's calm. This guy's got some balls. Gareth's cool. Cool Gareth started walking calmly to the door. And then it goes, so he barged open the door <laughs> at the front of the door. All right, Ard. <laughs> at the front of the door, there was an elderly, suspicious lady standing there. And her name was Mary. As soon as Gareth saw Mary, he fell in love straight away. But what he didn't know was that Mary was a ghost. Oh. Who could have predicted it, Craig? <laughs> she loved to scream so loud that it would pierce your ears. Wow. She sounds like a keeper. So for some reason now, Gareth isn't calm. When Gareth calmed down, Mary started to scream at the top of her lungs. Gareth went to see what the matter was, but unfortunately, he knew what the matter was. He realised she was a deadly, vicious ghost and ran out of the door, shouting, Now I realise what the sign meant. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't over. <laughs> oh, there's another twist, is there? Go on. Gareth got out all right, but not safely. He didn't realise that behind the mansion was a rusty graveyard full of deadly spirits. Mm. The elderly lady called over the dead. Then there was an army of bad spirits running towards him until a pretty little girl swiped away all the bad spirits back to where they belong. Don't know where she came from. Go on, girl. Go on, girl. What was that? Gareth said. I am the power of good, she said. I serve with God. Gareth was speechless. Oh, I'm going to jump in there and say, bullshit. <laughs> Thank you, he said. <laughs> you are most welcome. Gareth got a lisp, is he? It is not over. Still going. <laughs> Go on, then. When Gareth got home in shock, he sat down and turned on the TV until there was a bang. Oh. TV had blown up. How did that happen, he thought to himself. The next minute, the elderly lady jumped out and grabbed him and he was never seen again. Dead. Brown bread. Brown bloody bread. <laughs> Oh, Gareth. And the first comment is, oh, my God, that was so scary. Now I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> it's on like a, like a little children's forum. I thought that was brilliant. Great ghost story. Literally takes me back to the days where you'd have, like, creative writing in school. So, so essentially, Gareth saw a sign, ignored it, met a ghost, fell in love with it. She screamed her head off. He ran off. Yep. She sent loads of ghosts after him. Mm-hmm. Then good came, mm -hmm. swiped them all away. He went home, and then he got snatched. Yeah, bloody hell! That's what That's happened. That's a day, isn't it? That hell of a day, Craig. <laughs> hell of a day. Thinking he was in love, he's just lost the love of his life. Screamed in his face, and now he's brown bread. Domestic violence. Unbelievable. That was my story. It I doesn't love that. say who was written by. I really want to give a shout out to the author, but it doesn't say who did it. Beautifully read, though, babes. I love that. <laughs> Actually, do like a little quick fire round with you. All right, go on then. So I've got ten questions. Is it a myth or not? Mm -hmm. um, and I'll just do five now, and I'll do five at the end. Okay. So, myth or not, bulls get angry when they see the color red. 
that's a myth. You think it's no. a myth? Yeah, it's a myth, yeah. Do you know why? Um, I don't know why, but I've read about this before. Uh, and they, it's not the colour, it's just the, the act of someone waving something. That's completely right, yeah. What Ding. actually triggers the bull's anger is the movement of the cape. Here we go. So um, you're hardly alone if you believe that when matadors wave those red capes to make bulls charge at them, that it's the colour that incites their anger. But it's not. Mm. Well done. Number two. Goldfish only have a three-second memory. Is that a myth? I think it's a myth, yeah. What makes you think that? Because I Googled this as well. <laughs> when, do you do any work? <laughs> like, when are, you, when are you Googling this? I remember hearing that before. Someone said, like, when they change direction all the time, mm. it's because they're like, oh, where am I? And they go again, like oh, Dory. where am I? Yeah. yeah. But So I Googled it, and I'm pretty sure I came back saying it's a myth. It is a myth. So the idea that they can only remember things for three seconds is a myth. So um, several studies throughout the years have gained some research which indicates that goldfish have a memory span of up to five months long. No way. How? How? <sighs> There's a Chewbacca. <laughs> Amy does that all the time. She's like, no, I don't. I've got evidence now. <sighs> so um, legend has it. I am a dynasty of Chewbacca himself. Yeah, pretty hairy, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, five months. So what? They go in, they knock on the glass, they go... Um, Mr. Goldfish, can you, what is your earliest memory? And they go, five months ago, I think it was. I, um, I had a piece of toast yeah. and a cup of tea. Um, and I think, I think I had jam on it. <laughs> and then they go, right, five months. Okay. So five months. <laughs> yeah. How would you work that out? <laughs> I don't even know. They're holding it's impossible. Up. I would love to know. Maybe they hold up like a little mini picture of their mum against the tank and then they swim up to it and they're like, mom. And <laughs> yeah. then five months later, they hold it up again and they go, mom. And then the day after five day months, after. he's like, no idea, mate. Who, who's that? Swim straight off. A friend. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, I always say this when I find things really fascinating. Back when I was going through cancer and treatment, they gave me a Make-A-Wish. And we went to New York, didn't we? Oh, it was class. It was like, you can choose anything you want. Like, um, And one of the examples was like, a, boy, a little boy had asked for a, a cow to go out his back garden. And they did that for him. And I was like, that is a really strong contender. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm glad you went with New York, babes. All expenses paid. Yeah. So, that was class. So me and Akira, Craig, we went to New York. But now I'm now as life goes on, I think I would love to have chosen that as my wish yeah and i would love to go in stay with the scientists for a while and and like learn how they do that with the fish how do you know that i would love to know and i'd love to be there and research it with them and truly know how it's done if anybody's seen home alone and uh when we're they're getting into the car on the first one and oh. the kid comes up and he's like asking all these questions. He's like, does this car get good gas mileage? And he just keeps going with questions. That is Amy. Imagine you in a science lab. They would be pulling their ear out. It's like, it's a combination of things. Like I ask the questions because I'm really intrigued, but then I might ask the same question again because I forget the answer. You're a goldfish. It doesn't retain for five months. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish it did, but that might be why I ask so many questions. Anyway. Uh, number three, we only use 10% of our brains. Is that a myth? Um, it's less than that, isn't it? So is, is that... I, I'm going to say true because it's close to what the percentage is, I what, think. What do you think is less? I thought it was 5%. 
Okay, so the human brain is quite busy all day and all night using about 20% of the body's resources and never really turning off until we die. Wow. So uh, meanwhile, most every part of the brain is busy doing all sorts of things, even when you aren't paying attention. In fact, various parts of your brain are active at all times, far more than the mythical 10%. Mm. Um, depending on how you use your brain and how you care for it, there's always the possibility of tapping into unrealized potential because it's not your gray matter. Learning a new skill, gaining a new memory or thinking about a person's face can all stimulate your brain in different ways, but they aren't activating an unused part. Mm. So yeah, instead they are utilizing an active part for a new purpose. When you, If you think too much about how the brain works and how the body works, it will literally blow your mind. Someone's, I read something the other day, they said how you can run up the stairs with a cup in your hand and your brain will automatically balance your arm and your wrist and your fingers yeah. to not spill it yeah. whilst you're running. Just, how man, <laughs> you just take that for granted, but how incredible is that? I, I don't take that for, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, you just fall over. It goes all up the walls. All <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not the best at that. So my brain um, is lacking. Your in, brain's working uh, on 2%. Vitamin everything. <laughs> So it's a shame, really, because I could be really smart. Like, I I know a lot of things because I've read a lot of things. But again... <laughs> Vitamin everything. No retention. <laughs> so it's a shame, really. Number four. Still going, are we? How many have you There's got? There's five. All right, okay, go on then. You need to drink at least eight glasses of water every day. Myth or not? Well, what does that mean? Need as in to survive? Because if it's to well, survive... Well, you know, people and... say you should drink or you should drink eight glasses of water a day. Well, yeah, to... Yeah, it's a reasonable amount to drink for a normal person. Me and you are going to fight about this. You're going to be are. like, no, you only need one. Well, I try and get in as much as I can, but I'm not very good with drinking. What does your myth say then? But every time I'm tired, you drank anything today. And she's what like, you had? oh, I've had a cup of tea at uh, 10 a.m. Craig, that's it. I've got a banging headache, Craig. I don't know why. If I have headaches, it's usually because we've been smiling and laughing all day. <laughs> not because I haven't had eight glasses of water. It's a myth. Yeah, it is a it bloody is. myth. Moving on, next one. If you're struggling to get your eight glass of water every day, don't feel bad. The quota really isn't as fast and as hard as drinking eight glasses a day. You know, if you drink too much water, you can actually drown. So That's be quite careful. interesting. Be careful. Will never happen to me. No. Will never happen. So according to the Mayo Clinic, which I love, um, <laughs> the amount of water you need daily depends on several different factors, like your overall health, <laughs> your activity <laughs> levels and where you live where you live oh yeah of course like if you live in Bali you can well, need hotter, to drink yeah, more. more I was like what if you live in South London or North London <laughs> like what's the difference well, what's your last myth or, um, or truth we could talk about this until the cows come home but the earth is flat definitely flat I'm joking I'm joking like eh? <laughs> <laughs> so um, myth Oh, of course. Gonna go for myth. Of course, it's a myth. Any it's information? Round. Well, look at the photos from space. Well, people do say they've been edited. Um, so do you have any informational information on why the Earth is round and why you don't think it's flat? Well, my first one is um, is a, a story from a friend who has seen the Earth from the top of Mount Everest, and he said, "Really, it's curved because it's so high." You can see the curvature of the Earth. Amazing. Second one is photos photos from space. But I think the the fight on that is that they could be edited and it depends what camera you've got and what lens you use. It's utter... 
If you are a Garbage. flat earther, I would love to get you on a, a, an 11th a podcast <laughs> podcast. And we'll be like, ah, you muppet. No, we won't. I would love to know more <laughs> about it without having to research it all myself. I don't really have much about this. The day In the days of Christopher Columbus, everybody thought that the world was flat. Um, and in the middle of the third century BC, Aristotle, Aristotle, I never know how to say that, Aristotle. Aristotle <laughs> declared with certainty that the Earth was in fact spherical. Mm. Full stop. End of. Wasn't off. there that story of the the old lady who said that the Earth was like on top of a turtle, and then and then they were like, "Well, what's underneath the turtle?" And she was like, "Another turtle. What's uh, underneath that turtle? Another turtle." <laughs> I mean, you're laughing, but I have no idea what you're on about, Craig. <laughs> so this was this is like another belief back in the day where why a turtle? I don't know. Can't come to me with these stories and have no facts. Well, you ask her. I don't know the answer because it was her, her theory. Uh, let me just quickly Google that. She is mental, Craig. That's the weirdest thing I've, heard, I've ever heard. Turtle. It's called Turtles All the Way Down. Uh, I've got a better theory, said a little old lady. And what is that, madam? Injured James politely. We live on, uh, on a crust of earth, which is on the back of a turtle. What's underneath that turtle? Another turtle. <laughs> That's literally the theory. Right, she needs to be sectioned if she's not already. <laughs> That's the strangest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and it's the thing. Okay, I'm ready for another story if you've got one. Oh, I'll tell you what, this one. Yeah? <clears throat> you're going to like this one. Tell it to Alaska. me. Alaska. Tell it to me in your best, your best J.K. Rowling voice. The Kushtaka of the Alaskan Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone knows the story of the Bermuda Triangle, a.k.a. the Devil's Triangle. Um, I didn't know that either, and I had to Google it. Yeah. So I'll tell you what that is first. <laughs> so why are you making me feel stupid? <laughs> well, because this is how it was, it was written, okay. and I was like, well, I don't know that, so not everyone knows that. <laughs> me makes two, so they need to change their website. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle is a mythical section. Well, it's not mythical, it's a real thing, but it's, it's a mythical section of the Atlantic Ocean, roughly bounded by Miami, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico where dozens of ships and aeroplanes have disappeared. Oh, okay. So it's an actual, like, if I show you the picture. What, they're like... <laughs> so this is it here. So it's just a triangle that connects all of those three countries. Yeah, so it's like a section of the, of the Atlantic Ocean where all of these stories have occurred. That's fun. Yeah, so... So, so how far away are they? Like, miles from each other? Miles and, and, and miles. And it makes a triangle. Well, yeah. Yeah, cool. In, within that triangle is where all of these things happen. Right. So, so boats and planes have seemingly vanished from the sea in good weather without even radio distress messages. No way. So, like, they've got all the technologies to be able to be like, mayday, mayday. Yeah, but yeah. They get nothing they and then they it. vanish and there's no trace of them. Do you reckon there's like a Loch Ness monster? That's a myth. Could be. Yeah. So, one of the more famous disappearances is this one. Uh, in March 1918, when the USS Cyclops, a 542-foot-long Navy cargo ship wow. with over 300 men and 10,000 ton of manganese ore on board. What, what the hell is that? It's just ore. Wood. From manganese. Right. Uh, sank between Barbados and the Chesapeake Bay. The Cyclops never sent out an SOS distress call despite being equipped to do so. An extensive search found no wreckage at all. So 542 foot Huge, long, like... massive ship, disappeared with not a trace. Now, is this a factual thing? This is this is a factual thing. Surely. Like... The, 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 the ship went, it's a true story, the, tr the ship disappeared. But the, the sort of 
the myth behind it is that the Bermuda Triangle is is called the Devil's Triangle, and and a lot of things have happened over it. I never knew about that. So, what's your what's your thoughts on the Bermuda Triangle? I love it. <laughs> Great, moving on. Uh, no, um, <laughs> I feel like you know you know that little young boy who he was like five or something, and he kept telling his parents like. Oh, I used to live in Barra. Oh, yeah. In Scotland. Creepy little boy. Yeah. I feel like one day I would love it if it was some little child was like, I I was on that ship. I, I reckon <gasps> if we had a kid, not that that's ever going to happen. I don't think so, yeah. It, it would be more like you and it would be that creepy kid who would be like, <laughs> oh, mum, in my past life, I did this. I actually died in the Bermuda Triangle. And I'd be like, get out of the house now. <laughs> You're not welcome. <laughs> That's crazy, though. I, yeah. I, what do I think about that? I think, why, for their own peace of mind and for scientific reasons, did they not go down and try and find that wreckage? Do you know how deep the Atlantic Ocean is? No. Neither do I. <laughs> Google that. But, I, but, you know, they've sent shit down to touch the floor, the, you know, the, the ocean surface before. So it can be done. Nobody has to be in it. Just send a little GoPro down. You ready for this? Let me guess. Go on then. What are we doing in? Meters. Give me a clue. It's in the thousands. 52,000 meters deep. No, not that many. Oh. <laughs> See, they can do it. <laughs> well, think about a house, like a normal house is like 20 meters. Just to put this into context, uh, Mount Everest is the tallest mountain yeah. on earth. Mm-hmm. Mount Everest is 8,849 meters. Shout out to everybody that's climbed Mount Everest. Jeff Smith. What Hats an achievement. So that's the tallest mountain on, on planet Earth. Okay. So it's about as deep, it's, it's a few hundred meters shy of how tall the tallest mountain is. Yeah. Cool. And you're talking about sending a GoPro down there to look for a wreckage. Maybe not a GoPro, but, um, you know, a scientific um, created Well, James Cameron camera. went down the knee. He's got the world record. James Cameron. Yeah. You know, the guy who directed Titanic and Avatar. I was going to say, I know his name. He went down in a submarine. Yeah. He's got like a Guinness World Record for the deepest dive. No way. So he actually went, hang on, how does that work? 10,900 meters. That's all they can do. No, but the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean is only 8,000 meters deep. Oh. <laughs> did he meet a turtle? Oh, he must have gone to a deeper bit. <laughs> he went to the deep end, he did. Oh, did he? <laughs> that he must be the shallow end. The shallow bit. Oh, end. I get sense. it. I get it. Oh, <laughs> well, it is a Guinness World Record. All right, we've gone on a massive tangent here. But, so... that, but that could be a myth. That is a myth. What? That he went that far down. <laughs> it could be. Because it ain't true. Fact check on James Cameron. James Cameron, you little BSer. <laughs> so I've done a huge curve to get to my point and my original um, myth. So the M- Bermuda Triangle is known for all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's but cool. But did you know that there's an Alaskan Triangle? Is there? More people disappear in the Alaskan Triangle than anywhere in the US. It's, it's on ground, is it? Yeah. It's the Alaskan wilderness. Really? Really. So on average, five out of every 1,000 people go missing in Alaska. No way. According to That's the LA Times. That's a lot of people. That's a shitload. But how many people live up there? Not that many. 730,000, just over. Five in every 1,000 of those people go missing. Bloody hell, that's a let lot. Me, let me carry on. So that's according to the LA Times, so fact check them. So even if there's nothing supernatural going on, it's easy to get lost in the Alaskan wilderness. I'm thinking you're walking through a blizzard... 
you're tr- trudging through like really deep snow, but that's not the case, is it? Well, this is where the myth comes in or the legend comes in. Go on then. So the, I'm not sure how you say this, but the Tlingit tribe that lives in Juneau has their own explanation for the high number of missing people. Okay. Evil spirits called the Kushtaka. <laughs> right. Okay. So a native Alaskan folklore passed down orally for generations. Mm-hmm. The Kushtaka are shapeshifters, half man, half otter. That, otter? <laughs> that lure women and children to the water with fake cries in order to steal their human spirit and drown them. Oh, my God. That's a bit heavy, isn't it? Who dragged the otters in that? They're cute. (laughs) But I suppose they would be the perfect kind of bad guy. Because Mm. they're so cute, they would lure you in. Is a half-man, half-otter going to be cute, though? You would shit yourself if you saw that. Hang on, which bit's the man? I know, which bit's has he got? If it's from his his belly button down, that's terrifying. What, the man? Yeah, (laughs) with an otter's head. You'd be like, um... Can you just put some pants on, please? <laughs> <laughs> You're cute, no, but can you cover your tackle? <laughs> no, you can't have my human spirit. So yeah, Kushtaka literally translates to land Ottoman. Okay. And so this is this is the the Juno, the people from uh, the tribe in Juno. The thing is, we automatically think he's naked, but if he had trousers on, it would be even weirder. <laughs> It's literally just an otter man walking around town doing a bit of shopping so in a pair of gap jeans. You're walking, you're on your way to get some bread from the, the corner shop and you hear these crying. You go down there and you go, oh, he's cute. Oh, ta-da. <laughs> See ya. Swipe left. <laughs> no thanks, love. Thanks, thanks, but no thanks. So that's the Alaskan Triangle. So if you're going out, let people know where you're going. Yeah. If you live in Alaska and you're going for a walk, mm. just go, I'm just popping to the triangle. Yeah. If you hear any crying, one, don't go towards the crying, and two, text me. Yeah. Yeah. Let let people know where you are. That's a good that's a good shout, Craig. Thank you for being wonderful. You're welcome. Okay. You want me to carry on with the last five of this? It was supposed to be a quick fire round, but I kind of have to explain if it's a myth or not and why. Oh, okay, cool then. Lightning never strikes twice. <clears throat> Um, Myth or not? Um, twice in the exact same place. Yes. Uh, that's true. You think it doesn't? No, it doesn't. You're saying lightning doesn't strike twice in the well, same place? Not in the exact same place, no. It does. Does it? It it, it dangerously does, yeah. Oh. So lightning <laughs> often strikes the same place twice, at least within a close vicinity. If you find yourself standing around outdoors during a lightning storm, there is no outdoorsman or forecast who recommends you go stand where lightning has already struck. It's good to know. Instead, you need to find shelter, stay away from windows, and avoid touching anything metal or electrical. That's a given, though, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. You can be stood in the same place. And I think I saw... Oh, it was on TV, and a woman had actually been hit twice by lightning. And the odds were like ridiculous, like not even lottery came into it. Did it you just say mad. twice? Yeah. You haven't heard about Roy Sullivan then, have you? Oh, ooh, the bloody Jesus is Roy Sullivan. So Roy Sullivan's actually... I can see you Googling over there, typing. Well, I've read about this guy before, but you just reminded me. Yeah. He's in the Guinness World Records. He's been struck by lightning seven times. No, <laughs> no he hasn't. Yeah, he has. What's he wearing? Like a mast? Well, he's... A... <laughs> 
His head is a mast. He's got no trousers on. He's got a furry otter jacket on <laughs> and he's got tin foil on his head. He's a flat earther. <laughs> <laughs> so he says he's the only man in the world to be struck by lightning seven times. That is not real. <clears throat> he's an ex-park ranger. There we go. Just don't go outside so much. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's called the Human Lightning Conductor of Virginia. Jesus Christ. A single lightning strike is made up of several hundred million volts. Oh. How <laughs> is he still alive? Like You touched that. Um, We bought for the bus like an electric candle. Um, oh, that was what's vicious. It called? What's uh, it like a firelighter. Like a firelighter. And it's got these little bolts that it's go like from taser. one side to the other. It is. And you touched it. So imagine that times a couple of million. Well, let me tell you what happened to him. It says it here. His attraction for lightning began in 1942 when he lost his big toenail. I don't know what you're going to say then. I know. <laughs> well, remember us saying we've been watching that? Um, uh, Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight. And there's a guy on there and he's a virgin. And they keep calling him what's virgin, it, virgin Mike. Mike. And it's like... Oh. And then even after he loses his virginity, they're like, uh, um, ex-virgin Mike. Ex-virgin Mike. Mike. <laughs> like, what the hell? He literally can't get away from it, bless him. <laughs> Carry on. So, yeah, the first strike was in 1942. He lost his big toenail. And then in 1969, he lost his eyebrows. Shut up. And then in 1970, he had his left shoulder seared. It seems to be getting generally more Oof. hectic. Yeah. 1972, his hair sat on fire. Uh, in 73, uh, new hair refired and legs seared. Jeez. Uh, six, 76, his ankle was injured. 77, chest and stomach burns. 1983, he died by his own hand, reportedly rejected in love. Ah. Oh. Oh, right. I didn't want it to end like that, mate. I just had to keep reading. Out of all the things, being struck by lightning seven times, and that that wasn't what killed him. He just wasn't struck by love. So crazy. So you count yourself lucky, babes. Touch like that. Okay. So um, (laughs) was there um, evidence of this? Because it's very... Yeah, he'd gone away, no eyebrows, no ankle. Yeah, but I could do that. I could just go and shave it and be like, oh, struck by lightning. He's got quite a large head, though, so maybe that's why... Takes up more room. Yeah. It's just a little um, word of warning here for all the listeners. Beelining. If you've got a big head, you're going to get hit by lightning. If you've got a big head, perhaps just take a little bit more care than anybody with a normal sized head. (laughs) 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 It's not good enough. You've got a massive head. People might take the piss, but you've also got to watch out for lightning as well. Honestly, there's so much information in this podcast. You're going to be loving life. Well, listen to this next one, because I've always thought that this was true, and I thought, wow, that's a brilliant fact. So I've just kind of given away if it's true or false. But a penny, a penny dropped from the top of the Empire State Building or the Eiffel Tower could kill someone if it hit them. That's got to be true. It's not. Oh. It's a myth. Oh, terminal velocity and all that. Well, it says, um, we've all heard this one before, but it's just another myth to add to your list of fake facts. That would fucking hurt, though, wouldn't it? According to Scientific America, fact check them, a penny is too small and flat for it to gain enough natural momentum to make any kind of fatal impact. At most, if you were hit, it might feel like being flicked in the forehead. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, it wouldn't kill you. I always thought that's going straight through your, your noggin, down to your, come out, your bum. (laughs) <laughs> something <Or> something. <laughs> so if you're on the top of uh, the Eiffel Tower or top of the rock just lob some coins off they'll be fine well if you accidentally did it do not fear 
and hate yourself, you're not going to kill anybody. Yeah. Put it that way. Your hair and fingernails continue to grow after you die. Myth or not? Uh, not. You think that's true? It's not true. You think it's a myth? Your skin shrinks and it makes it look bigger. That's right. Yeah. That's fully right, yeah. It's true that a person's hair and nails may appear longer after their death, but according to the University of Ar... Ar kids. Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas, Arkansas. Arkansas. That's only because the skin around a person's nail and hair retracts over time due to dehydration of the body, not because they're actually growing, mm. which is a really good fact. That is a good fact. Drinking alcohol raises your body temperature. So you know how whenever we go to Iceland in duty free, we usually, well, we did get whiskey, didn't we? Mm. All those years ago, because we were like, oh, I'll warm Probably shit up. though, wasn't it? Probably compared to what you drink now, yeah. Only the good stuff. Because you know it now. But yeah, so is that is that like a myth or is that? I is feel it true? like whenever I, because it thins your blood alcohol, doesn't it? So it, your blood goes around faster, and I do generally feel like a warmer face and belly. So I'm going to say it's true. It's not true. Is it not true? It isn't. No, it's a oh, myth. What? While you may feel warmer when you drink alcohol, that's the booze and your brain getting together and playing tricks on the rest of your body. Sneaky. In reality, alcohol actually lowers your core body temperature. Lovely. So, yeah, it's not true. That's mad. It I is mad. I honestly I thought that would be true, true yeah. Because whenever I have a what whiskey, you... <clears throat> I literally go, oh, warm now. I didn't know what you were going to say, then, <laughs> Whenever I have a whiskey. So, when you're out and you're drunk and I'm wearing next to nothing back in the day, I never used to feel the cold. I think it's your brain telling you you're hard. Other myths are that bats are blind. They're not. They can see. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were blind. I thought it, they, used, they still use sonar, though, don't they? Next story is from Louisiana. Okay. The Grunch. Grunch? The Grunch. Lunch for the Grinch. No, like crunch, but with a G. Okay. I'm listening. <laughs> Grunch Road is an old dirt road that leads deep into the woods and eventually to a dead end. It was a favourite place for teenagers to go and do whatever teenagers do, mm. like play Pokemon cards and that, and that, until they learned about the Grunch. The Grunch are rumoured to be a group of deformed humans and half-monsters that resulted from years of isolation isolation in the Louisiana Bayous. In the present day, it's said that if you find yourself on Grunch Road, don't get out of your car. And if you see a goat who looks injured... A goat? Then don't approach it. Oh, don't tell me that. That's never going to happen, Craig. The stories say that the Grunch use goats to lure people to their cars so they can eat them and drain their blood. The goat would be adopted in a split second and I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit weird. So if you're in Louisiana, yeah. avoid Grunch Road. Is it a real road? It's a real road, yeah. We should go. This should be our next challenge on the road. Exclusive, King and It. Exclusive, yeah. <laughs> We should go to all these places. We should pass through the Bermuda Triangle. We should go to Alaska. I'm not going there. It would disappear. Oh, but it'd make good TV. <laughs> Even if you didn't come back. It would be brown bread, mate. I'd come back because I'm not a wimp. You might not make it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you can tell the story and make millions, babes, it's fine. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be there to support you um, and to fight your battles. All right, the next one is the Sea Bishop. Mm. Now, this one is funny. According to Sea Monster Myths and Legends... The sea bishop or bishop fish was caught and taken to the king of Poland, who showed it. Sorry, him... I really like that word, bishop fish. I think <laughs> yeah. that might be my new favorite word. Bishop fish. I reckon that would be like a class, like clothing brand. 
bishop fish. Yeah, you it's know? got a nice ring to it. It does, I like it. So this bishop fish was caught, took to the, taken to the king of Poland, who then showed it to a group of Catholic bishops. Sorry, I, I wasn't listening because I like bishop fish too much. <laughs> what is bishop fish? A fish. According to sea monster and myth legends, the sea bishop or bishop fish. Sea bishop. Or bishop, it's a fish. It's a fish. It's a fish. right Oh. Was caught and taken to the king of Poland, who showed it to a group of Catholic bishops. When the bishops released the creature, it made the sign of a cross before dis- disappearing back under the waves. Stop it. <laughs> what, like crossed, like you would go down a slide, um, like a water <laughs> slide, and you have to put your hands across your chest, and he just laid back into the water. It's well, a sign of respect, isn't it? The bishop fish is a type of fish that looks like a man, specifically like a Catholic bishop, while other what? variations <laughs> include legends of the sea monk. A fish that looks like a monk. Later, experts came to the conclusion that the sea monk was probably actually a, an angel shark, a type of fish that is also known as a monkfish. Righto. <laughs> but this, this is a monkfish. This is what a monkfish looks like. If you turn it to the side, it kind of looks a little bit like a bishop. But like, who's the guy going, he's doing the sign of a cross there. Look at him going under. <laughs> he's so respectful. <laughs> right, I got one more now. One more this for me. Is, this is, you'll like this one because this is rooted in Slavic mythology. So like... Slavic? Russian, yeah. So Ooh. the Vod... Rooted in Slavic mythology, Vodvanoi... What? A, 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 Who? V-O-D-Y-A-N-O-Y. I'm not Russian, so I don't Vodvanoi. know how you say it. Vodvanoi. Yeah. Are water spirits who take on the form of a naked old man with a frog-like face. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Why do people make that up? It's ugly. If you had like a nice, beautiful woman... Chances are she'd get more spirits or whatever she needs, you know? It means the one in the water or water entity. So said to rule the rivers and lakes. I thought, of... I thought you were going to say water entertainer. And you'd come <laughs> out and you'd do like the helicopter. Hey, mambo. <laughs> so it's said to rule the rivers and lakes of Russia. He's actually represented as a grandfatherly merman with monstrous features, a frog-like face, a long beard, scaly grey-green skin, and the tail of a large fish. Nice. So the vod- Vodunoi are said to be relatively calm and can often be seen floating down a river along the shore of a um or along the shore on a log or driftwood. That's quite creepy, isn't it? That's I just very saw creepy, that. that just a little frog old man smiling at you going down the river. You wonder how many people go, Oh look, a Vodunoi. <laughs> He's there, look. And you, his mum's going, Clever your eyes, Claire. He's got a little margarita on his driftwood. <laughs> <laughs> So despite their old appearance and peaceful demeanor, if angered, the Vodjanoi can be quite destructive. In Slavic lore, if anyone angered these sea creatures, the Vodjanoi would destroy man-made structures near the body of water it resided in. Rude. Or drown humans and animals in the area. Worst case scenario, a really mad Vodjanoi would drag its victims down to its underwater home where they would be enslaved for eternity. Worst case scenario. <laughs> I think I'd rather be dead than that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But I don't like the fact that he takes animals and drowns them. No. So but this is I've gone off him now. This is what he looks like. I don't want to go and watch his... Uh... Oh, he just looks like a big fat frog with a big neck. Like big chunky neck. And a big beard. Oh. Well, a scatty beard. Scatty beard. <laughs> but there is one story 
um, which I'll remember off the top of my head. So there was a kid who worked on his dad's farm in Mm. Russia and he was quite lazy. So he had other brothers who were like proper grafters and he used to like sit back in the hay and just not do a lot. And then one day he came across one of these Vodronoi fellas Mm. uh, who like lured him to the water uh, and he like shouted at this Vodronoi and and then he dragged him in to the lake. Right. And then the, the kid disappeared. And then the family the next day went to the lake and it frozen over. And all they could see was the kid looking up with a purple face and he was oh frozen God. in the lake. Right. But that's what they saw. But apparently he got dragged to the bottom and he's forever a slave now. Forever a slave. Yeah, he's working for the Yaman. Do you think it's like a Magic Mike kind of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I think we'll end it there, shall we? Yeah, end it on Magic Mike, is it? <laughs> so next week, we're not sure what we're going to talk about because we haven't decided yet. No. Oh, no, we have. It's going to be true crime. True crime. True <gasps> crime. But none of this dark stuff is going to be entertaining. I might come with some dark stuff, though. You probably will, won't you? I'll see what I can find. So what we've decided to do is, um, first of all, if you've enjoyed this podcast if you've made it to this part if you've made it this far <laughs> thanks for sticking with us leave us a review yes five star oh definitely or i'll get the vlog for noifling and then he'll come and whack you in the face with his willy <laughs> <laughs> the ottoman will show up as well put it, you in headlock it isn't a private dance it would be aggressive <laughs> so yeah every um every review you give us helps us to sort of grow in the podcast charts and mm. it's just good for our podcast isn't it yeah we'll do a competition as well just come up with oh, this off throw the top it of my in head there. Throw it in there. anyone who leaves us a five-star review um go in the hat with an actual review yeah you win it some king and it merch some stickers and a hat lovely and we'll announce the winner at the end of this yeah. season either a hat or a beanie or whatever you like yeah i'll be class we've also decided to end each episode with a riddle love it so on the next one, we'll tell you the answer. But yeah. you can't Google this. Don't Google them. It's just, just play along, lads. All Don't right? spoil it for yourself. Come on. Don't. So this is the, the riddle okay. this week. I speak without a mouth and I hear without ears. I have no body, but I come alive with the wind. What am I? Say it one more time for those at the back. I speak without a mouth and I hear without ears. I have no body but I come alive with the wind. What am I? Brilliant. And I was like, no, nah, can't wait till next week. What's the bloody answer? <laughs> so I, I know, but it's very good. So make sure, yeah, you you rate us, you comment, you subscribe if you're on YouTube. Yeah, that'd be great. Tell your nan, tell your mates. And if you've enjoyed this, share it with someone. Yes. And always remember, guys, it's your life. You have one of them. Do what makes you happy. Make sure it's you that does stuff, stuff with it. Rule your own words. <laughs> One, two, three, bye. bye.